What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode of Lockdown Badgers. Really stoked for this one. One of my favorite prospects in the 24 class. One of the people that I most requested I had to get, see if I could get on the show is going to join us today. We're going to talk about it coming up next on Lockdown Badgers. Let's go. You are locked on Badgers. You are locked on Badgers. Your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Thank you for making Locked On Badgers one of your first listens every single day. Really appreciate you all. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. And with that, let's just get into it, man. We got a great guest, and we always run out of time before questions with the great ones. We got Thomas Heiberger coming on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. The number one player in the state of South Dakota, 6'4". I want to start here. I got you listed at 6'4", 215. Yeah, that's a, that's about accurate. I'd probably be a little under 220. But, yeah, 215, that's that's about it. Okay. Um, offers from Washington, Stanford, Texas Tech, Nebraska, Oklahoma. I want to start here, though. The thing that – I remember the recruitment. I remember um, some of the athletic measurables. The thing that stood out to me is there was a recruiting story – that Texas Tech basically offered, they, they offered you just taking a look at your arm wingspan and some athletic measurables. Is that, how accurate is that story? Uh, that's pretty much what happened, yeah. So I've been in contact with Texas Tech for just a little while. I mean, at the time I, I had I had offers from SDSU and NDSU um, to the F- FCS schools, you know, around me. Um, there wasn't really, you know, much else close. And so I had those two offers for a while and I was kind of waiting, didn't know um, really when the next, you know, big thing was going to come. And then Texas Tech kind of started texting me and um, they had asked me for, yeah, some some videos of me um, doing measurable. So like wingspan, height, just video proof to show that like it's actually real. And then also a video of me dunking and a video of me doing a broad jump. And I basically sent that into like one of their um you know, staff members, not, not even like a coach really um, didn't even really had had any conversation with their coaches. And then like, basically that night after I sent the videos, I got a phone call telling, telling me that they were going to offer me a scholarship. So, I mean, that's pretty much how it went down. I have so many questions with this. Like what, first of all, what, what dunk did you pull off? Uh, I basically just like was at the wellness center that day and just like did like a, like a back scratcher almost like just like a normal dunk. Um, but yeah, that was it. So, I mean, it's not even the football film. They just said this athlete is so good based off those measurables that we're going to offer you and figure out something later, but you're too good of an athlete to pass on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that really wasn't, like, the only school that had asked for, like, dunks and stuff like that to, like, showing off, like, your explosiveness, I guess. I think there was a few others that kind of asked, like, the same thing, too. So I got tested. Yeah, 39-inch vertical is what I've seen for you, 4 6 broad jump. We were talking a little before the show. Is there anything – and you brought something up, but athletically – you can, is there anything you can't do? Is there any sport you pick up and you're like, ah, oh, I, I can't do this? Uh, I'd say the, the worst sport that I'm probably at is definitely soccer. I'd never played soccer growing up. So doing that, I always try to avoid any chance to play that sport because I'm awful. Uh, and then I also said earlier with you that I can't really shoot a basketball. When I played basketball, it wasn't really one of my strengths. I was more of a rebound and put it up in the post kind of guy. Well, let me let me pull this question up then, because this actually segues really good into this question we got from um, Badger Days. Would you be the most athletic guy in your basketball team? Um, if I would play basketball this year, I would say I, I would say maybe. There's a 
one of my other teammates, his name's Dawson Sexer. Um, me and him are signing signing tomorrow, and he's signing to University of South Dakota, and he's a freak at everything. Um, playing football with him, he's a stud basketball player. Uh, he can jump so high too, so uh, he's definitely more athletic than me on the basketball court. But I guess I'd take second place. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I had your coach on earlier this year, over the summer actually. I had your coach mm-hmm. on. He talked to Coach Benedetto. Uh, that's mm-hmm. not pronouncing that right, correct? Yeah, Benedetto. Yeah. Yep. And he talked. One of the things he talked about with you was just the athleticism, the versatility. He could play you in a lot of different ways. I want to ask you about your senior year. Where do you think you got better this year? Um, I would say that I got better, um, not really necessarily on the field. Well, obviously on the field, but I would say just my leadership and especially my vocal leadership. Going from my junior to senior year, we lost a lot of uh, talent, really, a lot of vocal leaders. And so I kind of had to step up um, in that way. A lot of guys, you know, looked up to me being, you know, me being one of like the better players on the team and, you know, a captain for our team. So I say I step up in that way. And then as far as on the field, I just felt more comfortable being, you know, the old older guy on the team. I felt comfortable on the field. I felt like the, the game just slowed down because, you know, it was my third year running that defense um, at my high school. And so I felt like um, – I felt like I, the game slowed down for me and it made me a lot faster on the field. Talk to me about the defense you guys run, ran and where were you used most in that? How What was your role primarily? Yeah, so we run um, a 3-3 stack and my role, um, I play inside back backer technically, but I'll I'll mug down on the line of scrimmage. I'll mug down, you know, in between the tackles. I'm going to get up on the line of scrimmage and get to that quarterback quicker. Um, but in some different scenarios, sometimes I might back up and play 10 yards off the ball. Um, sometimes I might go down and play on the line um, at, at, in a three-point stand. So I kind of just moved around um, in a lot of different ways in that defense. Where are you best at? Do you think, just in your opinion, like are you best on the line of scrimmage or dropping back and play more in that zone coverage? Where, where do you feel most comfortable right now? Uh, where I'm most comfortable is definitely playing on the line, um, mugging up, playing playing outside the tackle, and, and kind of bending around and get to the quarterback, and then also kind of um, you know mixing into um, some things in between the tackles as well. But I, I love blitzing. I mean, that's what I, I love getting after the quarterback on those passing downs. Yeah, that's what every linebacker wants to do, man. And one of the things I put on my board here, you can't see it right now, but I put linebacker you. What about that linebacker legacy at Wisconsin that maybe interested you? Totally. I remember um, just getting recruited and, you know, them showing me slideshows, all these dudes that they had in the past. And, you know, inside backer, outside backer, it seems like they produce every year no matter who's there, no matter who's coaching. So, I, I mean, that was something that I definitely want to be a part of you know, in the coming years. And I hope that someday that, uh, that my name's, you know, on that, on a slideshow showing to the, the next generation of recruit. Well, let me talk to you a little bit more about the leadership. You, you said that's a big area of growth for you this year. Did, is that something that somebody prompted you to do, or did you take that onto yourself? And then how did you, because leadership is a lot like anything. You got to work at it. Right. So yeah. what, how'd you make that decision and, and how'd you go about getting better at that? Sure. So um, just kind of having some conversations with my coaches too, before the year, I mean, I knew how it was going to be going into the season. You know, like I said, losing all that talent and all those, you know, older guys that um, some of the younger guys looked up to. And I felt like it, I had even more pressure on me because of the player that I am and people, you know, looked at me to make plays. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of felt, uh, I kind of felt like even, I, I felt like I uh, was a vocal leader sometimes, but also just leading by what I do, I think is the biggest thing. I'm kind of a guy that's not really going to, you know, go out on the field and, and, you know, talk away and, and talk to the, you know, the players and even talk trash. I'm more of a guy that just kind of keeps myself and, and gets the job done and do, do what I need to do. So I think that 
that's something that I always kind of had. And then I just show that on the field. And I hope that some of those younger guys kind of looked um, to me like, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. He's going to get his get his stuff done and, and he's going to get out. And, and yeah. How do you think your head coach would describe your game? Um, I would say that, uh, that he gives that I, I would say that he says that I give everything that I have. Um, during my senior season, I kind of um, did a lot of different things for the team. And I felt like um, I had some ups and downs through the years playing with injuries um, and just kind of things that were bugging me. But through the course of the year, I felt that I still got better and that I still gave everything that I had every single, every single game. And some, some games, you know, I may not have been doing, um, you know, doing the best or doing, making the biggest difference, you know, in the game. But I, I definitely gave everything that I had. And whenever um, we needed to play, I tried to do my best. And, um, you know, during the season, we also had some offensive struggles. So I had to, you know, go over on offense and do some different things too there. So I, I just kind of, uh, like you said, I just kind of just mold myself into the player that I need to be in different spots. Well, let me ask you about that one, because I've always said playing hard is an ability. Not everybody can do it. Right. You say give everything I had. Not everybody has that inside of them. Where does that come from from you? Is that from parents, coaches? Is Have you always had that? Um, I would say my faith in, in God and Jesus Christ. I feel like um, that's the reason why I play the game is for him and for my family. And um, just like I, I've been gifted, you know, the ability to play and I'm going to give everything that I have because that's who I'm playing for. That's awesome, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, come back with Thomas. We're going to talk a little bit about the recruitment. Why Wisconsin? Uh, Coach Mitchell, Coach Fickle, Coach Tressel. Who is he excited to play with in that 24 class? And who is he excited to play in the Big Ten as an opponent? We're going to talk about all that and more coming up on Lockdown Badgers. But a quick break for our friends of the show over at eBay Motors. And, again, it is a great time if you need car parts coming up around the Christmas period. eBay Motors is the number one place to go for all of your car needs. They have everything you possibly, possibly need for your car and it's what keeps your car alive, whether you need headlamps, exhaust kits, LED headlights, uh, superchargers, roof racks, and more. It's all there on eBay Motors, over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always get exactly what you're looking for with the eBay Guaranteed Fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. All the parts your car will ever need at the prices you want. Turn your car into an MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. eBay Guarantee Fit is only available to U.S. customers. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's get Thomas back on to continue this conversation. Um, I got some questions I want to get into here, too, from people who, again, knew you were going to be on. People wanted to submit questions. Uh, this one is uh, from Probst. What about Wisconsin scheme do you think is going to highlight your game the most? I think that uh, what's going to be biggest about that scheme is um, just kind of that mix between uh, that dollar defense and then, you know, kind of that original outside linebacker position. I'm really curious to see, you know, where, you know, Tressel and, and Coach Mitch see me um, see me fit in that. And I think that I can bring a lot of different things, um, both in that dollar scheme and that outside linebacker position, the traditional Wisconsin spot. 
So I think that just that versatility that I have is going to be big. Well, let's talk about the coaches a little bit then. You mentioned Coach Mitchell, Trestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they like? What, how Meeting them, talking to them, what is that interaction like for you? Yeah, Coach Miss and Mitch and uh, Coach Trest, they've been big in my recruitment. I mean, they're just down-to-earth guys. Um, they're going to tell you the truth. And I think the biggest thing about Coach Mitchell and why I want to, why, why I want to play for him is just how big of uh, of kind of a trust guy he is. And um, that trust goes both ways. And I kind of felt that with him. You know, the love goes both ways. But um, when, I'm, when I'm playing good, he's going to love me up. And when I'm, you know, not doing something right, he's going to let me know. And I think that's the that's what's going to, you know, make me the best football player that I can be and the, and the best man. So I think, you know, through my recruitment, that's really why I chose Wisconsin is because I truly felt that they were, you know, the most down-to-earth, you know, people that I was, you know, meeting with. Well, and let's go to that recruitment then. As, as those offers came in, right, it kind of came quickly for you. You didn't have a lot, and then this group came. You, you talked about being able to get to Madison several times. Uh, you also made a trip to Nebraska. Not not good or bad necessarily, but what about Nebraska contrasted differently than Wisconsin on the visit? Yeah, so um, like you said, like my recruitment really did go fast. Um, I kind of felt like from the beginning, though, in that January of this year, um, Wisconsin was kind of like, was kind of always there. I remember getting a call from Max, like right when they had been settled into office and after they kind of fin- finished up the 23 class. And um, I remember getting that junior day invite and getting there. I kind of felt like they were always there in the beginning, which is really important to me and how they were early and they wanted me right away. Um, and then, you know, that, those more of those offers came through. And Nebraska was also a school that I had visited. Um, and I, I mean, I loved it there. I thought Nebraska was sweet. I really, you know, kind of bought into Coach Rule and, you know, what him and the rest of the staff had to say. And I thought um, that, that was going to be a spot that, you know, I would come back to and would have been in my kind of my final decision, my final decision of schools. Um, and then I think it was the next weekend or maybe a couple of weekends later when I went back to Wisconsin for spring practice. And this was already, you know, my third time being there, um, you know, more than some other schools that I got offers from plenty. And uh, and I just kind of felt like there was no need for me to wait. I, I, you know, enjoyed the trip more than I had in Nebraska. I kind of felt more of a bond with those coaches than I did in Nebraska. And, you know, those recruiting guys, Max and Pat were great. And then, you know, Coach Vick and everyone that was surrounded, surrounded me, I just felt like that it was, it was really home for me. And I felt it in my gut um, that that's why I chose Wisconsin. I just felt like there was no reason for me to wait. Let me ask you this, because I hear from a lot of players that Max, Pat are awesome. They're incredible. They're recruiting guys mm-hmm. at Wisconsin. What makes them different than recruiting guys at other schools? Because every school has recruiting guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, uh, well, Max is really a young guy. So, uh, and, and Pat is too, I guess, but uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't say that without Pat, but, um, yeah, just like I just felt like they were really down to earth, too. I mean, those two dudes are uh, they're definitely like not fake, not saying that other guys are, but but they're really like going crazy every single day. They love their job. And so I think that's really what, you know, creates that relationship early on. I was curious with this. You said you got that initial call from Max. He was the initial point of contact, you said, right? Yeah, he was, I think, my first call with that new staff. Yeah. Do you ever find out where these schools get that info from you? Like, where did he find out about you? Um, that's a good question. I don't really remember. I think he kind of just, um, kind of just maybe stumbled across my highlights, like after my junior year. Um, but like I said, I mean, he kind of got there really fast because after he finished up with that other class, the 23 class, cause they got there in like December and I was getting that call in January. Um, but that's a good question. I don't really know. One of the things I had, um, I had Brian Smith on. Yeah, that, that stuff always interests me, by the way. But I had Brian yeah. Smith on who does a lot of recruiting talk, uh, a lot of stuff uh, nationally. And he, he watched your film with me. We talked about you. And he said, 
this kid is so good, but he, he's maybe not playing the highest level of competition. Like maybe that it's a player in Texas or, or Florida would. Do you hear that? And does that kind of put a bit of a chip on your shoulder that it's almost like, ah, oh, South Dakota football is not at the same level? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess those are things that I that I hear. Um, but it doesn't really bother me, bother me too much. I mean, I know the kind of player I am, and I know that um, – that you know, this jump from South Dakota high school football to to Wisconsin next month's like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna be struggling at some points, and that's kind of something that I went through with Coach Mitch, and um, you know, it's not gonna be all butterflies and rainbows. Like I'm gonna have some tough times. I'm gonna you know maybe have some moments when you know I don't think that I'm always you know the best anymore, and that's kind of with every high school player making that next jump, and um, but that's kind of something that I understand. Like I'm gonna be taking a big jump. And I need to be ready for it mentally, especially. And I know that, you know, being at Wisconsin, my skills are going to be developed. But uh, but South Dakota, like, they got some dudes in South Dakota that play football. So just don't don't forget that. There's no doubt about it. Like, the, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, North Dakota, South Dakota, like, those are big-time – they're FCS programs, but they're big-time programs. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you this. So you, you started off as a quarterback, right? Like, originally you played a lot of quarterback. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's kind of why you fell under the radar a little bit? I don't really know. Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, coming from South Dakota, that might do it a little bit too. But my freshman year, I was a quarterback. And then I transferred schools because we had a new school that got built up in my district. So I went there. And um, the quarterback that was at my old school went too. So I kind of sat in the backup. Um, my sophomore year didn't really, you know, wasn't going to play. Um, but then I kind of, you know, that summer I got into li- being a linebacker really because I, I needed to find a spot in the field for me to play. And that's kind of when I really like fell in love with the game again. I mean, quarterback was always kind of stressful. And I remember playing linebacker my sophomore year and got on the field. And then my junior year, I really started to figure out what I was doing. And that's kind of when it took off. Two-part question. A, do you kind of miss playing quarterback, having the ball in your hands all the time? And then B, how does that help you as a linebacker, kind of maybe understanding the offensive side a little bit more? Uh, No, I don't miss having the ball in my hand. (laughs) Quarterback was uh, stressful. I mean, it was a good while it lasted, but I like playing defense. And that question, the second question, I've kind of been asked um, maybe a little bit, but I don't really know. I mean, I know that quarterback uh, maybe gave me some background knowledge, you know, of offense and of football, but I really only played it, you know, my freshman, sophomore year. I didn't really have that much understanding of, you know, like coverages and what I was doing, but, um, but yeah. But do not, you do not miss taking the snap and having nah, nah, I had a few times, like, my junior and senior year, I was kind of at a wildcat, and so I still kind of had the ball in my hands, but it's not – I don't I don't feel most comfortable there, that's for sure. You, you must have – like, so you're a former baseball guy, too. Your dad was a baseball guy. Like, you must have a cannon, though, right? Um, I mean, a little bit. I could probably throw a football, like, 50 or 60 yards. Okay. That's pretty good. But, yeah. But, yeah, better at Not the best spiral, maybe. I love it. Um, all right, we're going to take one more tiny quick break, then come back and just finish off with the lightning round, a couple more questions that people wanted to ask um, Thomas. So we'll be right back with Thomas Heiberger. All right, thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show. Um, really, uh, it's always awesome when we get these recruits on. And uh, let's just continue on with the show. Let's finish off with some of the questions that you guys had. Um, Thomas, this is from Jared. It says, uh, which players or commits are you most excited to play with? Um. Well, I'm rooming with uh, Nalu, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing with him. I actually haven't met him yet, um, but being in the same room together, I think that's going to be huge. Um, kind of going through that freshman phase together and also, you know, competing with, with each other, really. Um, so I'd say I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him and playing with him. 
other guys. I'm I'm looking forward to see uh, Colin again um, going against him and the rest of the O-line guys, Kevin, those dudes. Um, you know, I'm hoping we can make each other better, um, those dudes for sure. This is from uh, Tri Glasson. A team you're most looking forward to playing during your time at Wisconsin? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to playing Iowa, Nebraska, just because those two are close to my hometown. A lot of fans um, in South Dakota for, the, for those two schools. And then I'm really pumped for, like, Alabama games. I think those are sweet. Um, and then with the, with the Big Ten teams coming in, Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA, I think those games are going to be sweet going off to the, the West Coast and playing there and then coming here as well. And then uh, can't forget about, you know, Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State. So, I mean, this the Big Ten is going to be legit, so I'm looking forward to playing everyone. That's a loaded slate, man. Where, yeah. where are your fans, are your team, your family's, sorry, your family's loyalties at? Who did they grow up rooting for? Like your dad, your mom? Yeah, um, we never really kind of had, like, we were really never Nebraska fans. We lived in Omaha when I was really young. Um, so maybe Nebraska a little bit. But both my parents went to South Dakota State, so that's kind of who I was cheering for. Still do. Um, and they're yeah, they're legit. So yeah, so kind of you, yeah. Um, this is from TC's. Just curious, uh, what what do you get at lifting wise now? Like uh, from an athletic standpoint. Sure, um, lifts. I really haven't like maxed out really since kind of before our last football season. Um, but I think back then I was squatting about like four fifty, cleaning about three hundred, and benching about three hundred as well. And then I know you and I talked about this before the show, but he also wondered if you're planning on enrolling early. You said you are. Yes, I'm enrolling early. Mm-hmm. How difficult was that decision for you to kind of um, – so obviously a lot of your friends in high school, your teammates mm-hmm. are, are still going to be in there going through their process. Yeah, so that decision, um, I remember kind of going through, like, my official visit in the summer and kind of even before that. Um, and I, I knew I had the credits um, to, to be able to graduate early, and so – I remember having a lot of people kind of asking me, like, you're going to graduate early. You're going to go in early. And I was always like, I don't know. But kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go early. Um, It was kind of like an easy decision for me because I kind of just thought, like, would I rather play football or would I rather play basketball and baseball and track again? And it was just like that was an easy decision for me. So what are your goals for for year one? Um, I mean, my goal is to to get ready to play, obviously. but I think the biggest thing for me is just getting after it with uh, Coach Collins in the weight room and and uh, getting my body to the best you know physical condition that I can be, so I can be ready for for spring ball and fall camp. You've seen Squat Fest, right? Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be sweet. Uh, in three years or four years, or however however many years you're in Madison, when you look back, what do you want your legacy in Wisconsin to be? That's a good question. Um, I remember talking about that. Um, at a presentation that Monique Felix had, who's been helping us with like all of our kind of enrollment stuff and getting ready to, um, you know, to get to Wisconsin. I remember she was talking about JJ Watt. And I mean, that's the goal is to, you know, be remembered like JJ Watt was. I mean, that dude, him and TJ were dogs at Wisconsin. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, just to be remembered as, you know, a great player like that and also kind of the leader that he was, um, just, just to be remembered like that. I mean, that's definitely the goal. Can you help us beat Ohio State again? Because that's the last time we beat them. Mm-hmm. JJ Watt had two sacks in that game. Yeah, yeah, that was. I've seen those highlights, man. He was he was crazy. I mean, that's definitely the goal. You know, Ohio State. How about how about academics? I know academics is a big part to you. You're a great student. What are you looking at in Wisconsin? Um, as far as my major, um, I'm still undecided. I kind of really don't know what I want to do. Um, but yeah, my school now. I mean, um, schools kind of always come easy for me. Um, I get my work done and stuff like that. But I think that Wisconsin, you know, gives me a good opportunity to 
discover what I want to do next in life. And they have a lot of different options and a lot of different people to help me on the way. Um, so that's big for me. And that's you know also a big reason why I chose Wisconsin. All right. You ready for a quick lightning round? Last few questions. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, let's see. Let me pull these up. I apologize. Here they are. Comfort food. When you need something good to eat. Uh, goldfish. Ice fishing, yay or nay? Yeah. Although I don't catch anything. <laughs> um, what would be your hidden talent, man? Something outside of athletics. Uh, I can uh, solve Rubik's Cubes. That's incredible. My son tried. <laughs> I can't at all. What's What's the worst game you've ever played? The worst game I've ever played. Um, my worst game I've ever played is probably this year. Um, I probably had our game in uh, week three against the President's Bowl. We played the best team in the state who ended up winning state, and I didn't play my best game. I was coming off two games where I had basically rolled both of my ankles, so I was really hobbling on the field, and I thought I was giving it my best, um, which I kind of I kind of was, but I remember looking back on the tape and thinking that I probably shouldn't have been out there. How do you when you when something like that happens for you? Because again, you being an athlete as as good as you are, um, you have more successes than failures on the field. But mm-hmm. how do you deal with adversity when something doesn't go right? Totally. I mean, it was tough. I mean, I remember we lost that game probably forty points, 40, 50 points, and it was horrible. I mean, that was a game too where we were playing the one seed, but we were also the two. I mean, I expected to go out there and win the game, and then when you come back and you you walk back to the locker room after losing by forty, it's not fun. Um, but but we definitely got after it after that practice. And I remember that Monday right after the game, I felt together. I felt like we really came together as a team um, to just like what our coaches have put through and um, just players stepping up. And I think that was really huge. Uh, biggest role model in your life? My biggest role model are my parents. Uh, my parents are divorced, so I have four. I have set parents as well. And just all of them just helping me, helping me, um, you know, get raised and looking up to them my whole life. And so that's how it's probably always going to be for me. Uh, last question here. When you're done in Wisconsin, or no, um, we already did that one. What is your message for Wisconsin fans? Uh, my message for Wisconsin fans is that um, I'm going to give you everything that I have, and I look forward to playing in the future. I don't know when, but um, I'm going to be busting my butt until I get there, and um, I don't plan on going anywhere, and that I'm going to give everything that I have. That's awesome, man. He is Thomas Eiberger, 24 outside linebacker coming in from South Dakota. Um, we have your Twitter down there. Anywhere else people can follow you or anything else you have going on? Uh, I have an Instagram, Thomas Heiberger. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for jumping in. Can't wait to see you in Madison. Uh, for everybody tuning in, thank you so much for watching as well. On Wisconsin, and we'll talk later. That's it? Sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. You're great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate how- you for having me. No, dude, how many interviews do you do? Like,